Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. Texas Football Today, a show on the Internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on the Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local, mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there. The tied for second, no, I guess, did you catch any fish this weekend? Tied for last place finisher in the Pickle Family Fish Derby this weekend. Is it that the Dork's Ashley Pickle? I wasn't even down there with him. Well, I'm just saying. Like, you could have competed. Yeah. And you didn't. Well, yeah. The winner, of course. Unless, did LP catch a bigger one? No, he didn't catch a bigger one. Okay, he caught go. He caught some big ones, but that Con- was it. Congratulations to Trish. Yeah. Trish is the, the winner of the, the Pickle Family Fish Derby this weekend. Yep. I need to renew my fishing license. That's something that is on the need to do list. Yeah, I've never had a fishing license. You and I have grown up in very different worlds. Well, that's illegal. I have a boating license. That one doesn't expire, though. I I will forever don't. have a boating license. Oh, is that like you get it once and you're good mm-hmm. forever? Yeah, you take okay. like a six-hour free course online, and then you're certified to drive a boat. So, Wow. Ahoy. You want to go boat racing? Yeah, why not? All right. I'm going to need a boat, though. Today, it, <laughs> well, uh, hey, if anybody wants to donate a boat... <laughs> Uh, Brent Homan. I know you, you know, come on. I know you got a boat. Yeah. Could we borrow it for just a minute? Yeah. Also, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, today (laughs) is Monday, June 15th, 2020, 164 days till Thanksgiving, episode 977, 977, Burt Campanaris' played appearances in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. On today's show, friends, got a lot to get to, including some headlines, I'll be honest, mostly bad ones, but we, will, we do have a fun, fun Man, final headline. Wait, watch our show. We have terrible headlines. I, well, just uh, being honest with you, I don't want to catch, catch you by a uh, surprise. So there's that. Uh, and then back half of the show, we will have uh, we will unveil the top 10 of the 4A Division to, uh, 2 uh, state rankings in Dave Campbell's Texas Football 4A Division 2. Who will be number one? Find out later. But a couple things before we get to that. One. So these bad boys are starting to go out. Look at this. It's a real-life magazine. What? It's got pages. It's got pages. These bad boys are starting to go out. Okay? Uh, subscribers are starting to get theirs. Um, I will tell you that I believe that we we have a limit to the number we can send per day. There's like a – it's a – The post, mail says post office no. thing. 
So if you didn't get it Saturday, it's it's almost certainly been mailed today. And if it hasn't been mailed today, it'll be mailed tomorrow. So if you're a subscriber, boy, I'm setting myself up for failure here. Don't you if you're a subscriber and you have not gotten it by Saturday, like holler at me, like tweet me at Tepper, you should have it by Saturday. You should. Yep. And that's a dangerous thing to say. Uh, if you're waiting to pick it up on the racks, you're going to be waiting until probably July 1 mm-hmm. to get it. Uh, but subscribers, uh, your magazines are in the mail. We've, we've had a lot of people say, tweeting us photos saying, oh my gosh, it came, it came, it came, fastest it's ever come. I'm actually surprised at how fast it came. I I'm up. usually like really like, you know, I, was, I like to I like to underpromise and overdeliver. Right. You know. I was going to say I woke up on Saturday and already had people tweeting yeah. like I already got it and I was like, oh, wow. Well, some of y'all that's good. Some of y'all get the mail really early. Like, it, like some of y'all get the yeah. mail comes at like nine it thirty was, in the morning. I was going to say my mail doesn't come until like one or two in the afternoon at the earliest. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, yeah. You know, whatever. That's why I was surprised when I woke up and saw it. Um. Okay. So, but one other thing about this, obviously. You know, um, please be gentle. We tried very hard on this thing. So if you find a mistake, I already had one guy DM me. So, hey, by the way, this is wrong. I'm like, dang it. Anyway, um, but really and truly, I also had a guy DM me and said, hey, I am missing pages. Or it was like a couple, and and um, it was like they were missing pages or some of the pages were faded or things like that. So here's the God's honest truth of the matter. We print like 200,000 of these bad boys, and every year there's about between 50 and 100 that are just duds. Like, they are bound wrong where you'll have pages that are upside down, pages that are missing, Mm -hmm. uh, things like that. If you get one of those, let me know immediately. We're going to mail you a new magazine free of charge. We'll probably ask you, like, where you got it. Like, if you're a subscriber or if you pick it up off the rack, we'll probably ask you, like, what store you got it because that helps us track it and track down. Normally... Normally, it, it's not one. It's normally like a batch of like 10 mm-hmm. that are bad. And so we like to find a way. So if you get a magazine and it's a defective, there are, you know, 0.001% of them that are. You got the dud. Congratulations. <laughs> Feels um, special at that point. <laughs> yeah. We will mail you a new magazine and we'll make it right. So if you do pick one up and it's, it's missing pages or things like that, just let me know immediately. The other thing I've got to mention. The other thing I've got to mention. Congratulations. To our good friend and colleague, now Kendall Point. Yes. Our friend, our friend Kendall. I believe she's been on the show before. Yes. Um, Kendall got married on Saturday. Uh, of small ceremony. Uh, her and her husband, her new husband Chandler. Congratulations to Kendall. She's now yeah. Kendall Point, uh, as opposed to Kendall Iams. But congratulations to her. We're very happy for her. I have to get her a gift. Happy for you, Kendall. I have to get her a gift. What should I? Do? Okay. Anyway. All right. So, congratulations. Let's get some headlines. Okay, a couple headlines. The big one that came out, and I believe this came down Friday, mm-hmm. is uh, what's happening at the University of Houston. Yes. Um, so, for those who don't know, the, the coronavirus is is uh, is not going great right now in the state of Texas, um, and it's especially bad in kind of major metro areas. It's kind of it's not bad everywhere, but especially major metro areas is bad. Mm-hmm. But um, University of Houston has suspended its workouts. Uh, after six student athletes tested positive for COVID-19. Um, now, this is going to be a really interesting thing to follow. Now, now Houston... Six and say. Houston had a really bizarre way of coming back. They didn't test anybody, They didn't did test they? people. They said that they were not going to... They were only going to test symptomatic people. 
that they said, okay, you know, that's fine. We're bringing you back to campus. If you get symptomatic, we're going to test you. That was pretty much, they were the only school I had heard of yeah. that was doing it that way. It was basically, um, you know, University of Arkansas, picking one out of random. Mm-hmm. You, we're bringing you back to campus. The moment you get to campus, mm-hmm. you're getting tested. Well, and that's what I know too from having a lot of close friends that work at the athletic department at uh, North Texas is that they are also having to get tested. They had to get tested so they could come back to start setting up. And then all the athletes got tested and they're in that process right now. Right. And so it was like not only the players, but everyone involved with them. Correct. Most places have been getting tested. Right. But Houston, for some reason, just decided not to. They're like, no, no, no. Like, we'll test you if you're symptomatic, but we're not going to test everybody. Well, um, they then on Friday suspended workouts indefinitely because of six t- six players tested positive mm-hmm. and they got tested because they started becoming symptomatic right. so now the problem becomes like how, how many, many people them... did they infect yeah and how many are not showing symptoms and and i just and i, I kind of want to dovetail this with another conversation which is um and i think i sent you this one about about orange field mm-hmm. uh well, this came down from ashley elam down there in in southeast texas today that um, Orange Field has become, from from my from my you know from what I can tell, um, they uh, Ashley Elam's with uh, Twelve News now down there in four hundred nine. Um, that Orange Field has become the second program to suspend their workouts over coronavirus concerns because West Orange Stark did it. West last Orange Stark did it last week, and now Orange Field has done it. And I want to dovetail those two together to tell you guys that look, I'm not not a doctor. I feel like I need. I feel like we need to have like a. Trust like, me, no one, no like one fl- thinks that you're a doctor. A we, flashing sign, know. a flashing sign, be like, not a doctor, doctor. not medical or, advice. And then I don't control the mail. I don't control and- the mail. All these things, <laughs> not a doctor. But I will tell you that the way this thing is going, like this is going to be a reality for us in the fall. Absolutely. And there are going to be teams that are going to have to shut down during the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see. I'm not wishing that on people. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a doom and gloom guy. I'm telling you that that is a statistical inevitability. Mm-hmm. Just the way that this thing is going right now. And so I like I'm I'm not trying to scare you, I'm t- trying to to um to prepare you uh to say that look, that is a reality for the fall. It's it's almost certainly going to be a reality for the fall and we're seeing it now as they're trying to ramp back up workouts. This is a this is is a it's a tricky situation. Mm-hmm. We don't know. There's no game plan for this. Right. Like we don't. This is it's unprecedented, and so we're kind of all feeling our way in the dark and trying to figure out how we're going to do this. So, uh, University of Houston is shut down. Uh, Orange Field is shut down. Workouts. Uh, of course, uh, I, I will tell you this will probably not be the last time we do a segment like this. No. Because it's just going to be. It's part of our new reality. Okay. It's part of our new reality. Um, sadly. You know what I mean? Nobody's nobody's rooting for this. Right. And um, we're beating a dead horse here, but that's I think the the giant next step is figuring out what happens when this happens right. because it will happen. So what are the the measures that are going to be taken after this starts happening? It's going That's the next answer. It's going to be a it's going to be a feeling out process mm-hmm. and 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 we are into uncharted waters now. Um we have made a decision as a state to reopen, to move forward. Uh, I am, I am, you know, we've loosened the reins, basically. I would like to see some, this is me editorializing, I would like to see some willingness from politicians to be able to grab those reins again if they need to. I haven't seen that indication quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is something that it's going to have an effect on football season. And I've just been trying to tell you guys, 
this is this is sticking around. This is going to be a problem for us for a while. Andrew um, Christensen brought up a good point. Are West Orange Stark and Orangefield are they neighboring districts? Uh, let's see. Because he was said, what are the like? Do you think that they were hanging out? So like, it is. The they're odds? both in kind of the, the the they're both in kind of that that area. Um, let's see. Yeah, they, I mean they're neighbors. They're they're near one another. So then, what are the odds that and probably so those? I think. Kids oh were, my gosh. What in the world? Oh man, how how <laughs> how apropos. Like the stu- the studio's falling apart. It's all falling apart. Yeah, I believe from what I understand, Orangefield, they had they are suspending workouts because players were hanging out with West Orange Star players. players. Yeah, and the and you can't do that, guys. Like we just can't. And so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. That's that's something to keep an eye on, and because there are those ripple effects, right? Like I I made the point, um, and and, and Step and I made the point. I think on Tepid Step. By the way, up on TexasFootball.com if you want to listen to it. Let's say that uh, Pickle High plays Tepper High on Friday night. Tuh. Okay, you don't stand a chance. Pickle High smokes Tepper High. Okay, fifty nine nothing. Easy. Right, fifty nine nothing. Easy money. She goes for she uh, pickle throws for 400, 400 yards. The cannons. Okay, so let's say that that you 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 go and you you win that game. That's week three, right? Right. On Monday. Your quarterback tests positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to know what is the protocol within Pickle High. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, what happens to Tepper High? Because right. we played each other on Friday, and we were I, you know, there is physical even contact you, being made. Even though you beat me fifty-nine to nothing, um, I probably sacked the quarterback a couple times. Mm, you know maybe. what I mean? Maybe, or at least brought you down. You know okay. what I mean? You had like sixty-yard mm-hmm. gain. I brought you down. <laughs> right. But the point is, there's close contact. So. I want to know, and this is the big challenge for school districts, it's the big challenge for universities, it's the big challenge for the UIL, it's a big challenge for everybody to come up with the protocols for what happens when, not if. Right. Because that's the, that's the reality we're dealing with. And the other reality there is we're sitting here talking about Houston being one of the only college camp, being the only college campus not to test their players, so they only did it once mm-hmm. they started becoming symptomatic. High schools aren't doing it. No. Like, no. there's now, now, no the, in, way. And, and, and to, to be fair, in high school's defense, like, that's not something that they can fund. Right, like, exactly. Like, there's no excuse for Texas A&M or University of Texas or TCU or Baylor not to test their players. Like, right. they have the money. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me that, you know, I mean, El Paso Socorro. El Paso Socorro, by the way, is another program that they are delaying their workouts because they had a coach test positive. Um this is something that we're going to see more and more, and and, and we I, I'm I'm a lot more interested in the protocols than let's rush to get to the start. I'm more interested in what happens next. Right. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, one more other thing, and this came down. There's a report out. This is from Dan Wolken. Um, Dan Wolken is who's he with now? Dan Wolken is with uh, USA Today. So he had a um a report out there that. Greg Abbott, who's the governor of Texas, you might have seen him. I've met him, actually. I met him at a high school football game. He was at the Duncanville North Shore game because mm-hmm. he's a Duncanville grad. I, I, I left the Fox nice. Sports bus tour the day before they went to the governor's yeah. mansion. So I met him. We shook hands. We talked for about a minute. He's very nice. Or at least he he put on a smile. I was like, who is this idiot? <laughs> uh, anyway, but Governor, governor Abbott uh, was on a – this is a report from Dan Wolken. Governor Abbott was on a Zoom call with the 12 FBS athletic directors – in Texas. Um, and he told them, this is a quote, and told them not to expect capacity at their stadiums to be above 50% this fall. A person with knowledge of the call told USA Today Sports. Um, 
So, for those who have followed the timeline, mm-hmm. the timeline has been that Governor Abbott, time has no meaning, I'm not even going to guess, a while back <laughs> said, okay, sports stadiums can open at 25%. Mm-hmm. About no two weeks later, <laughs> about two weeks later, he said, "Okay, we can open it at fifty percent." I think that there was this notion, at least among fans, that okay, hey, things are going better. 25, 50, 75, Fall is going to roll around one hundred. That's why this is an important moment because this is, I think, him giving the schools a reality check and saying, Mm-mm, "Not going to be 50, not going to be above fifty percent capacity." So it's not. It's not inevitable that things are going to continue on that trajectory, that we're going to continue to open it up in that way. Uh, but basically, it would take a – he says uh, – But me, uh, this is quoting from Dan Wolken again. But Abbott's message to the athletic directors was clear according to the person with knowledge of the call. It would take either a vaccine or a drastic drop in cases for capacity to increase beyond 50 percent and that schools should not count on either development by the time football season starts. So – We've kind of been talking about it here. This feels like we've done the same show a hundred times, but we. But that is something that's going to be a reality, and is is especially for colleges. Uh, they're going to say, "All right, I'm probably not going to increase the stadium capacity more than fifty percent for the fall." Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably going to be the reality of our situation here going forward. And you know, now I don't know what that's going to have to do with high schools, um, but I also, you know, if he's talking to those twelve FBS directors, mm-hmm. he's dealing with not only. A&M and, and, and Texas, who are public, but he's also dealing with Rice, and he's also telling that to Baylor, mm-hmm. and he's also telling that to TCU, who are private schools, which means that they are under the jurisdiction of the governor. Right. So it's going to be really interesting to see um, how this works out, but it sounds like uh, they are. he is telling them to prepare for there not being more than 50% capacity in the fall. Um, and and um, it's going to be... It's going and to be- I feel like you would you would probably assume that UIL would follow in suit with that and implement that at, at high school. Yeah, exactly. You would, you would think so. I, I think that's a, I think that at this point on June 15th mm-hmm. and again, flashing sign guy that doesn't know anything. <laughs> uh, that would be my guess for the fall is that, is right. that we're going to deal with, it's probably not going above 50%. If the governor is telling these FBS athletic directors, it's not going above 50%, then that's probably going to be the case for all stadiums in the state. Right. I would so, agree with that. There's that. Uh, one other thing. On a, happier on a happier note note. if you go to texasfootball.com and you look at the very top of the page you're going to see something different it's new you're going to see a little link let me make sure i get this right does it say forums yes it says forums (laughs) that's right folks we have forums yeah we have uh, discussion engines is the way that it was uh, uh, told to me. But you can... <laughs> Did you sound smart. You can job. go in. We've got high school. We've got college and recruiting uh, with uh, all sorts of topics. You can talk with them. We do have the concourse, which is... Uh, that's our premium our premium uh, forum for insiders only that you can go and you can... Uh, that's where we are going to be interacting with, with fans and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you've always wanted to talk with Pickle and who hasn't? Um, then you can do that on the DCTF forums. TexasFootball.com slash forums if you want to check it out. Something we've been working on the back end. And, by the way, the people who are watching and listening to this show, mm-hmm. you guys are our core audience. Mm-hmm. We love you very much. Mm-hmm. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Um, you're our core audience, so go in there and poke around, and if there's something you don't like or something that's not working or something you'd like to see, mm-hmm. like, let us know. Please, like, yeah. We would. You guys are the people, you guys are, we made this for you, and we want it to be a good experience for you, and so if there's something in there, um, and by the way, there there are rules on there, 
like for like how to act. Yeah. Basically, just don't be an idiot. Don't yeah. Don't be dumb. Don't we be don't want to have to tell you to not be dumb. Just yeah. don't do don't it. Don't be dumb. And realistically, too, since I know everyone on the show has been asking this for like ever since we've been in quarantine. Ish, you can talk to Ish. You if can you're talk become to Ish. A subscriber, and I know how much you people if you want to talk Ish. to Ish. They they say it every day. Bring big Ish back. Yeah, we. I want it too. Yeah. You so can go talk go to him. talk to Ish. Go talk to him. That's fine. It's in the forums. Texasfootball.com slash forums. We're really excited about it. We think you guys are going to like it. Let us know what you think. Go to texasfootball.com slash forums to check that out. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Texasfootball.com slash Insider. All those fun things. So now I can tell you that if you become an insider today, we will drop this magazine in the mail for you Today? Tomorrow? This week. We'll drop this magazine in the mail for you. It will not be on newsstands till July. Okay? So if you want this bad boy early, if you want now, textofall.com slash subscribe. You also get access to our uh, uh, our uh, archives. we got every magazine digitized. You also get access to our premium forums at texasfootball.com slash forums. Or, so if you want to uh, chat with Matt Stepp, he's going to be living in there. That's his new home. Mm-hmm. We have, he is, it, the, the mortgage note is under his name, textfall.com slash forms. Uh, you also get access to our uh, outstanding uh, recruiting coverage, textfall.com slash recruiting, all sorts of good stuff. Premium podcasts like Tap and Step. New episode went up Friday. It's now up on the site right now, textfall.com. Anyway, become a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. We would really appreciate it. Uh, a lot of good stuff there. Uh, and also... Oh, oh, God, come on. This is why you're not supposed to touch things. Okay. Can you zoom in? No. Okay. We don't have the capability. <laughs> Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Hey, Pickle, what's Sunday? S- Sunday. Uh, Father's Day. Sunday is Father's Day. It is. Okay. If you want to get your dad a gift... Or a father figure in your life, a gift. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Uh, it's a really good gift, and he will get the magazine early. Give him the gift of football. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. It's a really good idea, I think, in my opinion. I'm going to put that back on there. Okay. Let me Quit let me touching that. things. I'm stop. I'm done. Pickle, in the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, we have rankings for every classification in high school football from 6A down to 6-man, including private schools. And we've got expanded rankings, the top 50 for Class 6A, the top 25 for each division of of 5A, 4A, 3A, and 2A, and top 20s for each division of Class 1A. That's 6-man football. But... Uh, we have been starting to roll out the top 10s. We, of course, are the uh, the official rankings provider of the Associated Press. And we have started to roll out the top 10s because everybody could use a little football right now. Absolutely. And so we are have reached 4A. We're going to do 4A mm-hmm. Division 2. The top 10 in 4A Division 2, according to Dave Campbell's Text Football, of course, we are the official rankings provider of the Associated Press. Expanded rankings in the 2020 Summer Edition to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Get yours today at texasfootball.com. Subscribe. 4A Division 2, we start with number 10. The Steers of Graham are the number 10 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. After an up-and-down 2019, the Steers look ready to bounce back in a big way thanks to a veteran squad featuring 10 two-year starters and an experienced offensive line. The Graham Steers, the number 10 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. 
Number nine, the Geronimo Navarro Panthers are the number nine team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The Panthers are ready to for another run after a, a regional final run a year ago. An experienced offensive line should pay dividends if they can find some playmakers in the backfield. The Panthers of Geronimo Navarro, the number nine team to start the year in 2020. Number eight, Silsby is the number eight team in Dave Campbell's Texas football state semifinalist from a year ago. There are some skill spots to fill, but the running game should be strong, and Coach Randy Smith's special teams could give them the edge in the very tough Region 3. Silsby, the number eight team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number seven, the Raiders of Sunnyvale are the number seven team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, fresh off their third 10-win season in five years. The Raiders must rebuild their offensive line, but have plenty of weapons, including quarterback Max Makeda and wide receiver Noah McDill, to make a run. Sunnyvale, the number seven team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number six, Salina is the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, a Division I drop-down from a year ago. This is a loaded Bobcat squad that took some lumps as a young squad last year. But with running back Isaiah Martinez ready to take center stage, this is a team that could return to its former glory. Salina, number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. We're unveiling the top 10 in the 2020 preseason Texas high school football rankings for Class 4A Division II. According to Dave Campbell's Texas football and in conjunction with our friends at the Associated Press, you can reserve your copy of the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe where you can find expanded rankings for each classification. Into the top five we go and we go east. The Gilmer Buckeyes, the number five team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Last year's bounce back season is just the start for the Buckeyes under new coach Alan Metzel with Dylan Flewellen and Luke Watson guiding a speedy veteran squad that wants to take back the crown of East Texas's best. Gilmer, number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number four, Wimberley, the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, a mildly surprising state finalist from a year ago. Some of the headliners are gone, like quarterback Cooper McCollum, but a veteran defense with eight starters back and an explosive group of skill players like Christian Marshall had the Texans poised for another run. Wimberley is number four. Into the top three. Number three, the West Orange Stark Mustangs. Checking at number three in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The chain gang defense will once again be outstanding, led by Tyrone Brown. And if the offensive line can gel around quarterback Jaron uh, uh, Terrell, I will get that. This is a Mustang squad that could go all the way. West Orange Stark is number three. In 4A Division Two, the number two team. The Pleasant Grove Hawks are the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The reigning, defending, undisputed 4A Division II state champions have some rebuilding to do offensively with quarterback Ben Harmon and Bruce Garrett gone. But one of the state's best defensive lines at any level, led by Landon Jackson and Marcus Burris, uh, with that back in the fold, a third title in four years is definitely within reach. Pleasant Grove, the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And the number one team in 4A Division II to start the year, according to Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Carthage Bulldogs. The reigning 4A Division I state champs dropped down to Division II, looking for their eighth title in 13 seasons and bring back plenty of firepower to do just that with running back Mason Courtney and quarterback Kai Horton. If the defense can grow up in a hurry, Coach Scott Surratt's squad is our pick to bring home another title to Panola County. So there it is, the 4A Division II Top 10, according to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Number 10, Graham. Number 9, Geronimo Navarro. Number 8, Silsby. Number 7, Sunnyvale. Number 6, Salina. Number 5, Gilmer. Number 4, Wimberley. Number 3, West Orange Stark. Number 2, Pleasant Grove. And number 1, 
Carthage. Of course, we have expanded rankings in the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You can reserve your copy now and get it sent to you before it hits newsstands. If you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. There it is. A lot of a lot of heavy hitters there in the in the top ten. I don't know if there's necessarily any real surprises uh, there. I think that it's. It, I think people are going to be. I think I was really interested to see if anybody had forgotten that Carthage was dropping down, down Division yep. Two, and it was like Pleasant Grove number two. Like, wait, what? What are you? What are you doing, Tepper? And it was like, oh, oh, okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that, that would make sense. So there it is, the top ten of the four A Division Two state rankings. And with that, we go to our chief. Final thoughts correspondent, Ashley Pickle, for America's second favorite segment, the aforementioned and appropriately titled Final Thoughts. Was that your play on your, what did, what did we call you the other day, uh, Mr. Newsman? A newsman. News- I'm, the, I'm the purred happily of Dave <laughs> Campbell's newsman. Texas football. Uh yeah, for final thoughts, one no one was surprised about Carthage. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, so- sorry y'all, y'all should y'all probably that's <laughs> we telegraphed it. Okay, yeah, and by telegraphed it. You guys have brains. Yes, <laughs> that. And then uh, one quick shout out. Uh, Miss Terry gave, she commented early on and said, hey, just wanted to say whoever is in charge of your social media is killing it. That is William Wilkerson. And good old Willie the Wilk deserves a shout out. He's Willie been doing, the Wilk, the, doing good. the pride of Pleasanton. Yeah. The, the, the Pleasanton bullet. So yeah, um, at DCTF on Twitter, yeah. Dave Campbell's on Facebook and Instagram. Go go give it a follow because Will's, Will's doing good sh- Good stuff. And go check out texasfootball.com uh, slash forums today. Go poke around. See what you think. Uh, let us know what we can do better. Let us know what we can do worse. Yeah. You know, I, I guess, so, theoretically. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com for Ashley Pickle. Hey, Ashley. What? Thanks for doing the show today. You feeling okay? I treasure your friendship. Okay, what something's wrong? What did you do? I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please meet your player of your trophy. See you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.